has to do. But he just told her what she has to do. But she's she has more of a conscience. She doesn't want to just oh pass yeah. the buck. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's just it's it's interesting. It's really creepy, but it's not like a jump scare. It's mm-hmm. more of those like oh my god, like yeah. old school Michael Myers where right. like he's coming, but you just don't know when. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was really cool. So definitely check that one out. I will. <laughs> and a lot of this happens too. We'll be talking, and we'll just go all these weird side tangents of stuff. So don't worry about <laughs> it. There's really no structure. Just having a conversation. Okay. So you ready? Ready. All right. Hey everyone, this is Anthony with Interviews with Everyday People. We're here with, uh, I, I always leave my guests to introduce himself, but real quick, uh, I just want to say um, thank you guys for tuning in. If you are watching on YouTube, hit that like and subscribe button to help us out. We are always trying to grow. Um, if you hit a thousand subscribers, YouTube pays you for your content. So definitely, it just takes a couple seconds, just hit a button, and then YouTube pays me for putting these up here. Um, <laughs> if you're listening on Spotify, um, any audio podcast, um, you've probably already heard a little 30-second ad sponsoring Anchor. Um, that is a, sp- a paid sponsor, so every time you listen to that, hooks us up too. So thank you for the support. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we did uh, we do just, we did just, did do, I don't know what I just said there, did do um, a merch store. So if you want to buy some merch for any of our four show stores, they are in the link below as well, as well as everything we're talking about today so anything you want to you want to check out um, um, everything's gonna be in the links below so without being said you want to introduce yourself hi my name is Steph Bukowski and I'm from Pottsville yes now Steph you do have an alter ego name right I do it's tarantula test tarantula test I love it um, so we're gonna get into a lot of cool stuff um, you you have your own business you just started um, and as well as your um, hobby is Checking people on the rink, right? Yes. Awesome. So, what what do you, what do you want to dive into here first? Oh, let's get the easy, the roller derby. The roller derby. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, how did you find out, learn about roller derby, and and then find out that this is a thing happening in the area? Um, last year, early last year, 2018, uh, one of my friends had shared a post from the Schuylkill County Screen Queens that there was an open recruitment, and. You know, I said, oh, that's really cool. You know, I'd like to check that out. And I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it came around again this year. They hold two a year. Um, the, this one was in February. And my friend said, you know, let's check it out. And she didn't come. And I showed up by myself. I didn't know a single soul. Um, just listened to the information. You know, they put on a little display of what they do. And and I said, okay, well, I'm going to I'm gonna try that. You know, I... I was going through a major change in my life, and I kind of lost my whole social circle. Mm-hmm. And I needed some female bonding and some friends. So it's always good to jump out of your social circle like that, like especially how you were saying. Most times, and this was, everyone does, like, oh, I'm not going to go to this event or go see a band or go see a show or go out of my way unless someone accompanies me. Right. And I think you doing that obviously has turned into something amazing because you you did it without having the, the guidance. Because some people do that too, like, hey, I want to go to the gym or I want to start a kickboxing class or I want to do this, but I'm going to bring my friend along. And then I go and I really enjoy it, but my friend hates it, so I'm not going to go anymore because my friend doesn't go. Right. And that's really cool that you kind of stepped out of your comfort, your, your box a little bit and, mm-hmm. and, and went and did it. That's awesome. So there were, that was, there were two really scary parts to this. The first one was going to the open room by myself because, again, I didn't know anyone. Mm-hmm. And it was a little intimidating. You know, roller derby is not for the weak. Mm-hmm. It, no. It's pretty badass. <laughs> so that was – and then the second scariest thing was going to the first practice. Yeah. Um, you know, you're so awkward. Everyone else is so awkward. The newer people, they're awkward. The people that were already there, they don't know what to do. Like, hi, how you doing? Mm-hmm. But after the first time, then it's just – yeah, no sweat. Did you watch roller derby before this? I did. Well, I checked it out, you know, yeah. to see. I knew, you know, back in the seventies, it was a big thing. It's huge. And I was like, wow. Well, the roller roost doesn't look like that because everything that I saw from the seventies was on the raised track, mm-hmm. and that was, you know, I, I don't think that I would be able to do that. I I could see getting hurt very quickly on something yeah. like that. But the roller roost, you know, I roller skated all the time as a kid, so that I, I was a good skater. I knew that that wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. I've I've been in many roller derby situations at the roller roost during my high school days. Um, I, I, I was one of my favorite places to go. Like, everyone, like, Friday nights was either one or two things. Either Friday nights were the group of kids that went from every town all over the area to the roller roost, or you went to football games. Mm-hmm. Football games 
got old for me. I was like, oh, I'm not interested in this anymore. And I went to the roller roofs. And you remember when everyone would get in, like, the guys would get in a real fast skating circle and they'd go <laughs> flying around and you're trying to duck and dodge everybody. And, then, and you meet all, like, oh, there's boys and girls. And it's like, it was like a social, like, my parents met at roller roost. Like, Aww. yeah, like, I'd love that place to death. And, you know, hitting against that wall and getting some rug burn on the on the arm. And yes, it is still carpeted. <laughs> it's it's an awesome place. So it's cool that that's it's becoming more than just a hangout spot. And now it's it's like a the location of a of a is it would this be semi pro or how does this how does it it's, rank? Um, it's just like a, a local league, and mm-hmm. we play all other local leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, there's no set. You know, you have to play these people or these people. It's just like a free for all if they're having they're like exhibition games for right. the most part. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of scrimmages and is it like a ranking system? Like if you win, you go up a board, or is it is it more no. just like a social? Mm, just a social. Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning. I'm learning about it here. Now, do you know how they came about the Scream Queens thing? Like how it started or anything? Um, our leader, and her name is Lolly Brat. Lolly Brat. Rot. Oh, Lolly Rot. Lolly Okay, Rot. I like um, it. She was on um, a couple different teams, I believe. Um, last was the Scranton Wolf Spare team. Mm-hmm. And she moved down this way or something like that, and she said that there's nothing around here. You know, up, up in Scranton there's one, down in Reading there's one, Lancaster has one. Mm-hmm. But nothing around here, and she got it started, and it's a very new team. It's only been around for a little over a year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have a lot of learning to do and a lot of growing, and every most people that are on the team now have never played. You know, there's a few core girls that have played different teams. Mm-hmm. What is, like, now, I it gravitates me, like, I like the idea of it, because we were talking off cameras, like, I'm a professional wrestling person, so I love gimmicks, I love shtick, I love costumes, I love face paint. Um, if you're into that, then Roller Derby is for you, because every, like, each team has their own little, like, their theme, and mm-hmm. then they come in, like, not costume, but there they there is accessory pieces to your outfit that can set you apart from other ones. Absolutely. Um, my favorite thing I like to see on the Scream Queens when I when I went to the page is it's even down to your number. Mm-hmm. Like there's the the one girl has five seven zero as her mm-hmm. number, which I thought was an awesome idea. Obviously, I don't think anyone really did like the sixty nine thing. Usually that's like yeah yeah no. no one went that route, which is which is kind of funny. Um, but like like I said, like and then people pick like like. A, a thousand like 1145 like all these insane numbers but it's neat because like you can make your like you can make yourself stand out like mm-hmm. not just you're 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 part of a team but you can be individualized so if someone's coming to an event and they see the the girl with the, the i would call like the f- crazy face paint and her number is like 27 and she wears a purple mohawk like after the game, people are like yo, like you stand out, like, and you can be individualized as well as being in a team. Sure. Which I think is a really cool concept to it. Um, so for people who don't really know, I'll just say what a little I know. I'm not an expert in the roller derby because it's super complicated. So the premise, nicely, is you have blockers and gunners, right? Jammers. Jammers. Okay, so I was close. Mm-hmm. The 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 runners are kind of like the people who have to get around everybody like they'd make a full full as fast as they can sprint lap and then the rest of the people kind of fight each other to either open up a hole or block the other people from getting around and if you make a complete lap and get by the other team then you get awarded the points for everyone you pass Mm -hmm. as well as when you hit the line then that rounds over and you start over again something similar similar yes yeah it's it's and then so you're being checked Obviously, I don't think you could trip, but there's like it's like hockey penalties too. Like where if you trip someone, you have to go to the box, sure. and that's one less person that they have to sit the skate around. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then there's like substitutions, and I guess in between each round, you can substitute people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and most do. You know, there's not enough people to to sub out the whole team, mm-hmm. but um, the jammer who wears the star on her helmet, she's you know she's the one that scores the points. Um, a two minute a jam last two minutes mm-hmm. and you know you can score as many points or unless they call it off yeah so there's so many variables and i really am yeah, no expert not that's like the close. base thing you're one's trying to get around the track and, and the, every two person are trying yeah two are trying one on each team mm-hmm. and they're racing each other but they're also trying to get past as many people as possible 
and, I, and, there, and then there's like the blockers can't like hold hands or hold on to each other, right? Like they have to. No, once they start, you, know, yeah. you have to let go. Mm-hmm. And you can't use your your hands or your arms at all. Everything has to be like your shoulder hips and shoulders. Hips, yeah, it's like soccer, almost soccer in a way. Mm-hmm. Like in so people, I used to coach. I used to coach soccer for a long time, and like two people would go to play a ball, or two kids would go to play a ball, and they go shoulder to shoulder, and the other kid just gets more power than the other one and sends them flying. And mm-hmm. they're like, "That's a penalty." It's soccer. I'm like, soccer's a contact sport. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't raise the elbow up, like mm-hmm. like the chicken wing, that's mm-hmm. completely legal. Like if they come in and go bang and then lead like that, then. But if you just collide and you keep your hip and you check your hip a little bit, that's completely legal. You could do it. Um, was it was it tough? Like, were you a good skater when you started? I was. Yes, yeah. I skate. I mean, I didn't skate for twenty some years, but I did. Um, I was a skater as a kid. I'm not from this area. I'm from Nanny Coke, which is okay, um, a crappy little coal town yeah. in Luzerne County. Um, but we had LS Skaterama, so that's where we were all the time. Every town at one point in time, it won't uh, always like every town had their own skate rink. Like mm-hmm. Gerard used to have their own, Monty City used to have their own, uh, McAdoo. I remember used to go to the McAdoo one, mm-hmm. and then it slowly like died off, which is kind of sad. It is sad because mm-hmm. it's a cool, uh, it's a it's a neat thing for people to do. It's like a hangout spot, mm-hmm. and I guess once you hit a certain age, you're like, I don't want to roller skate anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's I don't know. It was fun. I I I, I love the rollers. I go again but i don't want to be that weird guy who's 32 years old yeah. skating around and it, i mean it really <laughs> is popular for kids friday nights is just jam-packed it should be so and yeah. that's cool to see i take my i have a 10 year old daughter yeah i take her and she's like okay mom i'm just gonna do my thing <laughs> yeah go, go. you're weird on yeah. roller skates <laughs> <laughs> um the, the cool thing is too is like the rollers was a good spot to like meet people from other towns like because when you're in your social circle in high school, you don't drive yet. Like, you're in middle school, high school, you know what I mean? Like, for us, it was the mall. Like, you get mm-hmm. dropped off at the mall, oh, yeah. and you hang out at the mall all night long. Uh-huh. And then your parents come pick you up. But now, like, the Roller Roost, it was Roller Roost and Mall were the two mm-hmm. hand in hand. But uh, it's a good way to go see, list, like, listen to music, because they have, like, a DJ system. And mm-hmm. sometimes they used to have bands there, which I think they should really start doing they again. Should. Um, well, the thing is, is these, these younger bands who are coming up need to kind of work up the courage a little bit when you're when you're not a band who's over the 21 scene who can play in the bars mm-hmm. play at the roller roost sure. like if you if you reach out to them as a as the rollers say hey we're a band can we play here on a saturday or friday night mm-hmm. i guarantee the roller roost will 100 percent work with you mm-hmm. because not only are you as a band gonna a, a draw a, attack attention to yourself with your age group mm-hmm. so when your band does hit the spot where you're now 21 and you go to a bar you've made your following right and that's how a lot of these bands that are now became so popular like the cyanide sunrises the crowbots the faith and exiles they started playing in the roller roosts when they weren't old enough yet and they they built up a fan base and they moved on to the bar scenes you know so the, oh my god that that rings up when i was in my early 20s probably just Turned twenty one, Brick and Benjamin. Mm-hmm. They were the band that we'd go see every because yep. they were the Wilkes Barre area, yeah. uh-huh. and Nana Coke's not too far away from there. No. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Randy used to be in the Hazelton area. Uh, the band Headplug and Bug. When he left Breaking Benjamin, when they let go of him, he mm-hmm. went and played with Randy with Headplug, and then you had like another Hazelton band. So I get the beer burps, Monster Party, and stuff like that. Like all those big bands, and they did the same thing. And they all they get bigger and bigger. Yeah, yeah, that's such a good time, you know, when when you're young and you'd go and go to the bars and go to see the, all the bands, mm-hmm. local bands. Well, you can do that as an underager now at at, at places like Roller Roost. So mm-hmm. definitely check that place out. Like it's doing cool things, not just with the the roller derby, but with, with the music scene. Um, so the big thing here that we like to do is we like to showcase. Um, local stuff, obviously, um, artists, musicians, tell. Local sports teams are, you know, I mean, um, so you're actually doing something similar with your business. You're you're opening up a, a galleria, right? Yes. Um, f- since 2013, my mom and I have had a interior decorating business called Let's Give Them Something to Talk About. And the powers that be brought me into Lisa's Floral Shop, which is 102 North Center Street in Pottsville. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple months ago, I was decorating for a party, and I needed some fresh flowers. And I just popped my head in and I said, hey, you know, I always tell this guy that that's a mutual uh, friend of ours that if you're ever going to sell this building, please let me know before you put it on the market. She's like, oh, and then she starts talking that, you know, she's really busy with her flowers and the front of the shop. You know, it's it, there was a ton of stuff in it, but she really didn't do anything with it. And I said, oh, well, my, it was my dream forever to have a small shop. You know where I could make things, sell things, 
but her building is big, so mm-hmm. I could never, you know, make things to fill that building. And I said, well, you know, you know, there it's really trendy right now to have one shop and have a bunch of local people that sell whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Vintage sixty one has something. Studio eight ninety five in New Ringgold has something. There's plenty of places down in Reading that do that. And I said, you know, I'd like more, you know, not booths, but a, just a bunch of local artisans that make whatever and, and have a place for everybody to come rather than a shop that just does one thing, mm-hmm. which usually doesn't last in small towns. Yeah. Um, so, you know, within a week and a half, I put it on Facebook looking for vendors with handcrafted items, and I had 25 vendors. Nice. So we just opened last weekend. It's called The Marketplace. And... Um, all local people from probably the three surrounding counties. We have artists, we have jewelry makers, we have people that make scarves and blankets, um, woodworking, photography, you name it, we have a little bit of everything. Soaps, bath products, um, pure PA maple syrup from up north. Oh, wow. So we have lots of awesome things. That's perfect. And so I, I'm a huge fan of, like, we went to, like, York, and we went to this one place in Maryland. I forget exactly where in Maryland it was, but the Maryland one definitely sticks out because we went there, and it was, it was like, a Pottsville-style mm-hmm. town. It was just, like, a giant crossroad, like, maybe two or three streets where it was, like, everyone walked. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? It was, it was a bustling downtown town. Um there was no major chains. You didn't see, like, I think there was a Starbucks. I think that was the only major chain we've seen was a Starbucks. Um, but it wasn't even that busy. Like, Starbucks was not, mm-hmm. it wasn't, I don't I don't think it made that much money. Mm-hmm. Because three blocks on the street was a local coffee shop. And then this one was, like, a tea shop. And, like, mm-hmm. and every sticker, it just said, it said, like, hashtag support local. Mm-hmm. And that town really embraced supporting each other. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I truly feel like there's there's like the the downtown revitalization project in Pottsville is doing an amazing job. They're bringing events in. They're bringing they're starting to bring in people like yourself. Like I I need to have a business in Pottsville now. Like I think if they start fixing up some buildings and fixing up some front end shops, like Pottsville can be become that again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just really truly hope the town supports that. Like it's super easy to get in your car and drive to Walmart. Right. You know what I mean. But. Or driving your car and go to a Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. Like, for me personally, like, I'm not a coffee drinker. I, I like tea. I like, I'm a tea drinker. Like, sage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you have the, pre- like, the uh, press coffee. And you sure. have all these cool areas. Like, these towns, these businesses. And I just, I, th- I think if it's more and more people jump on that train, it's just going to be, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the sign of stuff I want people to, like, endorse and get behind. Because it's just... It's easy to support the local, I mean, the big market like, conglomerate. Like, obviously, if you need something crazy, go to Walmart or something if we can't support our online shopping. But, like, the same people who are complaining that the Frackville Mall is gone are the same people who do all their online shopping and do, right. you know what I mean? Like, I need something, so I go online because it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. I understand times are tough for people and sometimes money is tight, but you have to realize, like, you can go buy a T-shirt for ten bucks, but if you buy a T-shirt from this person and get it screen printed, it's going to cost you me a little more. But you're helping your local community, mm-hmm. and the more you put into your local community, the more it comes back to everybody else. So I, I think it's really cool that you're doing that, and you're not only you're kind of doing the same thing I'm doing, where you're showcasing other people. You have mm-hmm. your own business, but you're you're using it to showcase other other people, which I, I commend tremendously. I think it's really cool. Um, do you, what are some of the vendors that are in there that that uh, that people enjoy? Um, or that you that you're a fan of, the Grove Furniture, who is from Dallas, um, does amazing woodworking stuff. He does furniture. He does smaller things like cutting boards and serving trays, um, incense things that you put that incense stick on. Mm-hmm. That's really unique stuff. Um, Recycle Sports from Orgsburg. They do a line of bath bombs and stuff like that, and they have their T-shirts there, which are the softest thing I've ever felt. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Uh, a bunch of just really great jewelry people. Um, I have, probably have four jewelers. Um, Alex's soup, which is dried soup mixed in mason jars that you just throw in the crock pot. Oh wow! Um, some of it's vegan, some of it is vegetarian, um, organic stuff. Um, the the soaps and the bath products are wonderful. Um, if somebody wanted to put stuff in there, do they have to be there at the store, or do they drop some stuff off, tell you your prices, 
you sell it for them and then give them a cut. Is that how it works? They're contracted. So all of my vendors right now are contracted till mm. the end of the year. Okay. Because the you know it's going to be busy around the holidays, so I don't want anybody coming in or going out. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they would just need to contact me. Uh, most people just hit me up on Facebook and you know send me a picture. I send them the contract. I might have some people that might be interested. Well, I hope so. Yeah. I'm always looking for different things. There's a, a thing I'm a huge fan of. Um, there's a, It's a local business in the area, but pretty much all they do right now is online, or they do um, flea markets and stuff. Let me grab it real quick. Just real fast, sorry. <laughs> I actually I forgot I had one. I, I burned most of them. But they're candle makers. Oh, um, yes. They're going to be happy. I plugged them like this. So they're called Loki and Layla Candles. So they do these candles, and they have three lines now. Yeah, this one's... Th- I bought that from my parents because they have a boxer. It smells amazing, right? It does smell amazing. Yeah, so they, they do um, all the dog breeds. They have different dog breeds, and each dog breed has their own scent. Then they do one that's called... Um, oh, my God, I'm so mad that I can't think of it right now how to brains fart. But they have a military line where it's like military-themed scents. <gasps> and, the, and the candles look like those steel buckets. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they just started a pop culture line. And that one, uh, and that one's like named with like Lord of the Rings quotes and stuff like that. Um, but what they do, I, I'm not sure what they're doing with the pop culture line yet. But I know the dog candles. For every candle they sell, they take a proceed of the candles and donate it to local share, like local shelters and stuff like that. The military ones, they take a show, uh, like every candle, and they take proceeds and send it to like military ch- charities. But they're another local one. It's really, really cool. So definitely, I, I'll, I'll let them know about you yes. and send them your way. But they're I really cool. I love the charity thing. Yeah. Um, we do, even when it was just the interior decorating business, you know, if we would do a vendor event, we would always benefit, you know, 25% of mm-hmm. our sales would go to the Red Cross. Um, yep. When we had our grand opening, we had raffles. And anybody that bought extra tickets, we're going to give that money to servants to all homeless cool. shelter. Um, so yeah, yeah that they did, really they did really well at Skookstock. People were going crazy for like people were coming to see a music festival and were leaving with candles. Like right, when it they smell so good. They smell. They melt. I actually had so far the it's called there was a Rottweiler one because mm-hmm. I'm a big Rottweiler fan, and then I had the um, the Saint Bernard because we used to have a Saint Bernard, but he passed away on us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was, like he was like four or five, and he just some crazy way had just kidney failure, and uh, his name was Cujo. The, hence the the horror movie <laughs> thing. That's, that's his picture up there. He went to see the Easter Bunny one year, um, and we told we told the lady taking the picture. She's like, "How do I get your dog to look at the camera?" And I was like, "Just show show the toy, but do not squeak it." She's like, "Why?" I'm like, "Cause he's gonna come get it." And she's like, "All right." I, she just like looked at me like I've been doing this forever, kid. Who are you to tell me? So the poor Easter Bunny is holding my 130 40 pound puppy at the time, and his head was. It was triple my head. He was a big boy, and he was the most gentle giant of all time. Like you know how like you roughhouse a dog, mm-hmm. and like they play by ear. Like he wouldn't even put his mouth on you. Like Aww. he would just be like you'd rough him, and he'd be like uh uh-uh. uh, and he would just <laughs> he would just put his head on you. Like I just want to cuddle. Like that's just how he was. Um, like if you were laying on the couch, he would jump on the couch and lay. Like if we had the we have a sectional, so I would lay this way, and he would get up and lay the other way, but he would share the pillow with me. <laughs> he was he was so cool. Um, but she squeaked a toy, and he lunged, mm-hmm. and the Easter Bunny's head's almost coming off, and <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. But yeah, so I had the Saint Bernard and the Rottweiler, and they were both amazing. But the cool thing is too, I'm doing like a, for a commercial. This wasn't intended, I promise. <laughs> but uh, they also do um, waxes. Mm-hmm. So once again, not bashing people because I know local people do sell these too. But like the Sensies, Sensies, yeah, Sensies is kind of expensive at times. And then you got to find the person who does it. Then they have they have to like a third person, right? Which I respect. Listen, lo- local and... people who sell like the the Mary Kate or the Avalon or the what's another the, new, the paparazzi. And uh, the 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 sensi, I you respect got so it. many of those names wrong. But that's did okay. I? Did I really? <laughs> yeah, I tried. You, people know what I meant when I say it. Uh, but they try to sell all that stuff, and I respect that because you're still local, trying to do their thing. But you're working for like the bigger thing. But there's people who, like you said, they who make their own jewelry, who make their own candles. But they actually do um, the waxes as well, mm-hmm. and they're like little dog bones. Oh, yeah, cute. yeah, they're really cool. So we'll definitely, I'll send them your way. Yes. Um, but yeah, so and where where we where is it located in Possible? 102 North Center. Okay. So it's right next to um, Argyle's local, whatever he has there, office, mm-hmm. uh, right on the corner of Market and Center. Um, we're on the same block as Crimson House. There's a bunch of vacant buildings 
that are in the middle. Hopefully filling soon. Which would well, there was a chicken shop there at one time, wasn't there? Like, yeah, the chicken shop is gone. They long. moved down to Reading. I work oh, in they? Reading, so I, oh, okay. I see that the chicken shop is yeah. trying to open for months and months and months now. Yeah. But everyone said it was amazing. It tasted good. Mm-hmm. I never got it. I never had a chance to try it. I never it. had it either. Yeah. That, what else are on that block that I haven't tried yet that I have to? That Thai place. That's good. I heard it's amazing. Yeah, it's really good and it's really clean. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it's, like that. It, you can't really see in there, so you don't know what's going on in there. And people are skeptical. They are. They are. Unless, you can't see in. Yeah, yeah. But it's very nice and very clean and very good. Mm-hmm. That's another thing, too. Like People see stuff like this because people like social media mm-hmm. and... I hate how social media is used in a negative way all the time. Like, oh, like so and so did this, this, and this, and right. let's put it all over the internet. Like, cool. I'm gonna use the same social media platform and put something like you over. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't know why it's all over social media. Like, oh, let's go see what this is. It's something new in the town, and then they go and check it out. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much cool stuff in Pottsville. There but, is. Yeah. For our grand opening, we had um, all the local restaurants. You know, we bought something to have for our customers that came in. So mm-hmm. we had bake shop. They're, you know, in that block with Sage. We had Sage, The mm-hmm. Wheel, The Crimson House, a bunch of local people. So Have you tried Pressed yet? Oh, Pressed, too. Pressed yep, really we bought a box of coffee. And I the, actually... The panini things they sell? The awesome. Crepes. The crepes. <laughs> uh, they have paninis, too, don't they? I don't think so. Uh, probably not. I'm, I don't, I'm terrible Their big thing is crepes. Yeah, that's what I had. I had, like, a ham and cheese or ham and mozzarella. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Yeah. We sell um, Pressed Coffee. At our shop, the bags of it. Oh, nice. So, yeah. and and the local businesses have been wonderful. Mm-hmm. You know, I sent letters out to sixty local businesses in Pottsville, just saying who we are and you know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And we've had so many contact us and spread the word, and we could leave flyers there. So. Do you have like a um, like a board where if people have like events, they can post? Do you have something like that yet? Like yeah, people? No, c- but I, that's a good idea. Yeah, because if people come in, I think that's a good thing. I think I think most local businesses should. St- look into that mm-hmm. like just have a dedicated spot by your front door like if someone comes in like hey this friday at the majestic theater is right. this event or mm-hmm. like learn about each other's businesses because the more you learn it like that's what i try to do i try to go to local places and learn more about what they're up to so that i can now tell other people because right. that's the stuff that we should be having conversations about we yeah. Should. yeah you know you help one you help everybody mm-hmm. there's so much cool stuff in town like i was never a possible person mm-hmm. i'm on this side of the mountain so we were like I was a Monty City kid growing up, and I always considered like possible like Beverly Hills, like you know, <laughs> like you don't belong over there. Just stay, stay in your in your oh, that's town ridiculous. that smells like a sewage treatment plant, and don't bother anyone. Like they're too ni- upscale for you. Um, you hang out with the Senado kids and the Gerardville kids. Don't come to this side of the mountain. Um, and then as I got older, I started going there more. I was like, oh, this is just as like this is cool too. Like sh- people should check this out because there's like a big divide in our area like the north side versus the like the one side of the mountain versus the other the one side of the mountain versus the other where it's like oh they have an event Pottsville we don't have events on our side (laughs) but it all comes down to support like Pottsville tends to support Pottsville more like if you have an event in Monty City like people from that town need to support it like Mm -hmm. and that's and that's when you're gonna get the balls rolling like Monty City's a town too like all those local businesses that are falling apart, they need to like revitalize them and mm-hmm. put it there. Like it, it, it can work into something again. You know, it just you gotta. Someone's got to roll the dice. But I think that what you're doing can bring a lot of that together. together. Yeah, because just before we started this, mm-hmm. you, you told me so many things that happened in Pottsville that I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, so much cool stuff. I thought, what was I thought the the, the retro lovely magazine uh-huh. and yeah. I, I found out like a couple months ago the Majestic Theater's a thing again. Mm-hmm. Have you seen all the stuff they're doing? They do a lot of dance, a lot of mm-hmm. plays and, and stuff like that. And like a dollar like dollar or two dollar movie nights where they play like old eighties movies. The Rocky Horror Picture Show that they just I, had. That and was I at Skokestock. It was during oh. Skokestock. I was so yeah. that's my favorite movie. Oh I know, I love that I movie. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Tim Carrey and Drag is uh-huh. like yeah, he's, he kills it every the time. Music, oh my god, I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah, they they do an amazing job in like the plays. Like Tamaku even has like something like that where they do mm-hmm. local plays. Like there's so much cool stuff in our area. Just go out and look for it. Mm-hmm. Take a walk around your towns. Like people are like oh, I'm not walking through downtown. Like you'll be fine. I do it all the time. Yeah. No one bothers you. Like sure. there's so much cool stuff. Like the candy shop that's like by the like 
Mm-hmm. It's an old school candy shop. You could mm-hmm. buy penny candy again, and they sell it. Not so much for penny, but I mean, it's still super low prices. Like, right. I know people like if you're looking for like Easter time mm-hmm. and you want to fill up a candy basket and you don't want to go to Walmart and buy a bag, like go check out this local guy. He does candy, mm-hmm. like just small stuff like that. There's so many cool things yeah, in this love, area. You know, to bring that kind of stuff back, we Pottsville definitely needs an ice cream shop. Yeah, there's Dairy Queen, there's Rita's, but nothing is in the downtown. You know, what disappoints me. I heard Yingling sold their ice cream. Yeah. Like, imagine if they had, like, a downtown Yingling ice cream spot. Oh, that would be awesome. I can never find it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it gets it impossible to find. Like, the my favorite was black and tan. The black <laughs> and tan ice cream. And then what was the one with the little the, the pretzels in it? Ooh. That was so good. And you can never like find it. Yeah. Thing. Like, I stopped buying Ben and Jerry's because I was going to Yingling. Mm-hmm. And then they, they got rid of it. I was so bummed. Like, yeah. so bummed. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're even, like, Yingling. Yingling's doing a lot of cool stuff in the area. Like, obviously, I'm a... I'm a Chesterfield guy. Yes, you are. <laughs> um, supposedly, they're making a new porter, that, and they're going to do a collaboration with Hershey. Oh, I saw that. The I chocolate heard, porter. Heard something I don't about think that. that's supposed to be on public yet. I think it got leaked. So oh, I'm definitely really? not helping. But well, I saw it on Facebook. Yeah, that's what happened. I think someone, like the, poacher, the picture I seen, and I kind of put it on our Bang of Beers page, and I was really hesitant to do it because I'm like, this doesn't look like it's supposed to be out there, but mm. it's really cool. Like I'm excited for it. Um, but it looked like somebody was at like a conference, and they had the picture like coming in this mm. month, and they took like a quick cell phone snap and just sent it to people, yeah. which is kind of grimy. But That is grimy. It, I'm excited for it. Like It kind of takes away the sting when they announce it, but it's... Hershey chocolate yingling? That's awesome. Right. That's Pennsylvania, like, Pennsylvania? Yeah, it's great. They need to make like a Middlesworth chip beer or something. <gasps> oh, Middlesworth chip ice cream. Did you cream. see the, the shortage? I did. The, like, <laughs> and I see people posting their bags on oh. <laughs> Like it's like a deal. <laughs> you know the Middlesworth chip thing where it has like the like the grading on the bag, like the A bag, the B bag, mm-hmm. the C, like depending on like that grade means something by how many chips per volume are in each bag. I learned that whole trick. Is that now. what that means? I think so. That's what I was told. I could be completely. It's one of those like Schuylkill County <laughs> urban legends. Um, yeah, like a, like we have another local brewery that's starting impossible soon. Um, I'm just is just becoming like a plug fest here. Um, Pillaroo, they're like a local brewery. They're going to be opening in Pottsville, and they make a beer and they use Gears iced tea. It's really good. Mm. It sounds terrible unless you don't like Gears. Mm. No. Or beer. Yeah, uh, it's such a good beer. I actually have Gears Tattoo tattooed on me. I have a a Winnie the Pooh drinking a Gears iced tea. No one supports local more than me. I have it on my arm. Um, Yeah, it's so much neat stuff. Where's the Um, brewery going to be? Somewhere on, I think it's going to be by the Majestic in that block. Really? Yeah. They're going to be like a little (gasps) small brewery. How fun is that? Yeah, so much cool stuff coming. See, and I have, now I have my inn. I'm already there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what, what they're gonna. I, they're probably gonna start small. Like they're the cool thing with the craft brewery thing is like most breweries start in like garages. Mm-hmm. They make it a garage and they go to like festivals and then they do very well and then they get more you know backing and stuff and then they turn into places like um, um like Stokers and Tamaqua where it's like a brewery and then they they open like a restaurant. Right. So even if you're not even a beer drinker, you can sure. go and have like a nice meal. Yeah. Like it's that's that's smart. Yeah, so I, you get the the best of both worlds. I'm not sure what they're going to do yet, but that's just, I know the, the brewery's going to be there. But, Good. Yeah, so much cool stuff in the area. But um, what are some of your, your aspirations and dreams that you want to do with your business, like, in the future? Do you have, like, future goals that you're, like, aiming for? Well, I thought that this shop was just going to be, like, when I retire. Mm-hmm. That that's my dream that I can just, I, I can't do much more than what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a full-time job. I work in Reading. I'm a parole officer. Parole officer in Reading. <laughs> yeah. That's a fun job. So, I mean, I get paid very well there. I get great benefits. I, I'm in the pension, so I really want to ride that mm-hmm. out for at least, 100%. you know, I'm there 15 years now. So when I hit my 20, then I can make some more decisions because I'll be fully vested. How do you like doing that? Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Absolutely love it. There's so many different facets to it. and People hear parole and they immediately go, they are all terrible people. The enemy. People make mistakes, mm-hmm. and they pay their dues, mm-hmm. and then that is their opportunity to then turn themselves around. So probably just from your personality, what I'm getting, you see more of that compassionate side. Mm-hmm. We're like, hey, you did what you did. I'm not here to judge you. Just do what you're supposed to do, and I hope you get to the other side, and let's work through it. Um, another another quick crazy plug I just thought of. Uh, you ever go to Culture to Culture in Pottsville? 
No, because they their thing on Friday nights is the you same know. time as your thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a really cool thing too. They have a really good conversations. Like the, the, the one of the first times I went there, they had a conversation about um, when people get in trouble and then they get like a felony or they get like a criminal record, mm-hmm. then they can't turn around and become products of society again because no job will hire them because of it and like they have to wait almost 10 like some people are patient enough to wait the 10 years and and work under the table and and, but most people turn right back to what they were doing because they have no other options Mm -hmm. so there's like it's it's that's another cool thing in the area that they they talk about some pretty deep topics. They and, do, you know. Yeah. I always see the billboard down in Persona. Yeah, I was I, on it once or twice. I'm pretty <laughs> excited. Yeah, but yeah, I definitely want to check that out. I I'm in recovery myself. Yeah. Um, December I'll have three years sober. So I have a lot of friends that that are involved with culture to culture. I do. I do apologize. I just realized, like, What's oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling away from like you're going to attack it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I didn't. I, compl- I didn't even realize that I'm sitting here drinking a beer. I, I do apologize, but uh, you, you, you're recovering. How long? What was your process like? How did you go through that? Um, well, for nine months, I just tried not drinking, mm-hmm. and that did not work very well. You know, eventually, I drank again, and then I. Um, joined a 12-step program and I am very involved in the recovery community in that way um, I help people the best I can and that has made me a tremendous PO mm-hmm. versus before yeah I got Just sober p- people who don't are, are not in that like for, for me like I, I'm a very responsible drinker. Like, mm-hmm. I go out to a bar, I have, like, one or two. I just like the taste of beer, but I don't like being drunk. Mm-hmm. So when I get to the point where, like, I'm all right, I, I get that point where I get that little buzz, I'm, I'm good because I don't want to wake up tomorrow sick or hangover. So I'm very, like, when we do our beer shows, we portion them out really small because I don't want mm-hmm. people leaving here drunk. Um, but not everyone does that. So for me, right. when I when people, when people I go to a bar and people are like, like oh, let's go see a band, I, I can't. Why? I don't have any money. You don't need money to go see a band. Well, I'm going to want to drink all night. Why? You're not there to drink. You're there to see the band. Well, I can't have fun unless I'm drinking and listening to music. So like, to me, that I don't understand that, but right. that's part of a sure a, a problem in our area where people feel like they need to have alcohol to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's how you're saying you became more of an advocate because you walked that path. You have a more of an insight of how to tell those signs and then how to get out of it sure because a lot of people are just like just stop doing it and it's not oh, that easy that does make me cringe mm. when, when i hear that you yeah. know if you're an alcoholic or you're a drug addict it's not that easy or like depression just stop being sad right like uh doesn't work like that right? no it doesn't and i work with all of those kind of people and i love definitely i love to work with alcoholics mm-hmm. because i can identify and i know exactly what they're feeling and what they're going through yeah um, but I do, like I was just telling a guy today um, who came into my office for a set of rules that um, has a problem with pain pills. And mm. I said, I am here to help you. You may not think that, um, but maybe this will be the start of, of something great for you. Because for eight years, you've been using pills. And now, you know, yes, you're going to have consequences if you don't stop. But yeah. I am here to guide you and to help you, but to also hold you accountable. Yeah. And to protect the community because that's a big part of my job. Yeah, well, that's a good thing too. I think I think people like you will definitely is a definitely a light in the system because most people just like it goes with any job. Like you go there long enough, you're like you just become going through the motions. Mm-hmm. But if you go to your job and actually take it seriously and be like, yo, I'm not, I'm there's I'm more to than just collecting a paycheck. You know, it's you're doing a service to people. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of people go to there and just expect that person who's just going through the system when right. you're there to like, hey. Like I've I've been in your shoes. Let's work it out. You know, because that's a lot. A lot of it, like how we're talking about the depression and 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 uh, you know mental problems and and stuff like that. A lot of those people do turn to drugs and alcohol because mm-hmm. they they don't have any other right. outsource. You know, um, me personally, I have a joint disorder, and I refuse to even walk that pain pill path. Like mm-hmm. I just deal with the pain. For a while there, I did substitute with alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I had like three or four beers, I'm like, oh, I don't feel anything as much. Right. You know what I mean? But uh, would help. What I, I actually start doing is a CBD. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yes. phenomenal. I've heard such many yeah. things. I I I tried depression medication. I didn't like the way it made me feel. Like you feel like you're cloudy all the time. I like this. I don't like this at all. Um, and every time you go to your doctor, you're like, you tell them you have like depression or like, hey, because I, I had problems where like I didn't have the best thoughts, like mm. suicide problems and stuff. I've had that since I'm younger too. And then when you tell people, they're just like, 
mm, like mm. this person's I'm out of here you know mm-hmm. what I mean um, but then you know you go to your doctor you tell them about it and they make you feel like if you say anything they're going to lock you in 5p for the weekend you're like that's not what I want like right. and I don't want you to shove pills down my throat like mm-hmm. most of the time I just go talk to somebody because having a conversation helps me mm-hmm. like that's a huge reason why I started this like for the longest time I was an athlete I loved being in sports and then when I couldn't do it because my joint disorder got to the point and I was like I need something to put my energy into I need a hobby I need to find like with even like recovery the best thing that people say is if you're not it, like spiritual or religious it's hard because most recovery programs go toward that area where they try to use spirituality or religion but like if they find something you're interested in like a hobby like a craft or crafts and like roller or anything mm-hmm. if you put your energy into something like from from what i've been reading and researching it helps so that's kind of why i started this as well like find something you're passionate in and just go for it you know sure and and you know it's important when if you are suffering from mental illness or depression whatever that rather than going to a, a medical doctor mm-hmm. to start with a counselor a psychiatrist and then they can direct you to the medical staff mm-hmm. who would you know, be able to prescribe things and not be so judgy, judgy, yeah. and 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 the same thing with recovery programs. You know, I from my experience that yes, you can use God, or yes, you can use whatever higher power mm-hmm. that may be. And for my program, the higher power for me when I initially started was just the other alcoholics in the room that have recovered. Mm -hmm. They were my higher power because they were doing something that I couldn't do. Yeah. So, you know, I think a lot of people that are not in those situations hear from, you know, other people that, well, that didn't work for me because of this and that did. Just have your own journey and, Mm -hmm. and see what works for you. And if it's not for you, then, you know, try something else. But there are so many different things, different components, different therapies, different avenues you know it could maybe none of that will work and you do need the sports or the going to the gym yeah but there are you know there's help out there and if you ever need it i'm here for you yeah yeah (laughs) absolutely that's that's the thing just have a conversation reach out you'll you'll be surprised of how many people actually give a shit Mm -hmm. if you put it out there it's not to curse but like it's true um even with the culture to culture i've been in there many times where you're sitting there, you're just like, I would do like a live podcast there. And I'm like, hey, whoever wants to come and just get off their chest. And maybe your, your story can, even like this small snippet, we talked about roller derby, we talked about your business. And then maybe someone's going through something, they listen to your story and they get something out of it. That's my goal here, you know? Um, so we used to do that the culture to culture. Like, hey, you know, you, you were recovering from this and come tell your story. Because sometimes your story can save a life, you know? Um, so there's been times where we said at culture to culture and just like during the music time, and this one person just comes in and they get the vibe of the room like, I feel comfortable, I feel mm-hmm. safe. And then they just let loose. They mm-hmm. just let go. They they have a breakdown. And then the people who are there like that are career like uh, peer support specialists yes. go over and they're like, Let's go let's go have a call. Let's go talk. Let's go mm-hmm. sit in the back room. And people get help. You know what I mean? And it's it's a place for someone to walk in. They get they get like and you see it happen all the time there. Like people walk in and they come for a week or two, they come for a month. They come. It could happen the first time they walk in, but they gauge the place and they mm-hmm. see and they look around and they and they, they're not judging, but they're they're gauging their environment, and they they see people like telling their stories and testimonies and stuff, and then they they say, hey, can I have a conversation with somebody? And then they said, yeah, and it's 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 a, it's like throwing a it's like a throwing a stone in a pond and the ripple like it just. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the it's a good thing in the area. It's awesome. It I, is, and even with the criminal justice system, from what it was 15 years ago when I got started, when it was just yell, 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 lock you up. Now it's beautiful to see that we are embracing trauma therapy mm-hmm. because you know nine out of ten people that I have seen come through my office. What happened to you? And there's always childhood trauma attached yeah unless it was like you know as a teenager they had a horrific sports injury and started with the pills you know methamphetamine um cocaine isn't really big um heroin opiates that's all of that is is the trauma therapy for men and women Mm -hmm. so a lot of people that i know that suffered from the heroin they started with the pain pills Mm -hmm. and they couldn't afford it anymore and they Mm -hmm. turned to the, the opiates it's just it just like it got to the point where like I even think at the thing I was just like put a post out there is like listen if you're having problems with suicide with anything have a conversation because it sucks 
when you just lose so many good people like at such a young age you know what i mean like i've lost so many friends like you it seemed like every day you log on social media and it's like another person you went you know was like now gone mm-hmm. for because they just couldn't they didn't know how to ask for help right. but if i think if more people start becoming more aware of it and seeing the signs even if you're if you're not suffering from that learn about it mm-hmm. educate yourself because you can help somebody else's life out you know that that's that's a big part is is the misinformation the uneducation um, and I think, you know, the medical community is, is so in tune with the pharmacies that, that the pain pill thing is going to phase itself out. Yeah. But unfortunately, now we have the methamphetamine epidemic, which mm-hmm. is taking over. And, you know, you don't die from that. You know, so many people have been killed, overdosed, died, you know, whatever it may be mm-hmm. from the opiates and the heroin yeah and now i don't see so much of that you know the people that are still that have been addicts for a long time for the opiates but now methamphetamine is just ravaging all the counties mm-hmm. you know not so much the city of reading but i have you know from west reading up to bethel and it is just hopefully it's just one of those things where how we talk about a ripple and eventually you know, depending on how big or small your your body of water is, the ripple will fade itself out. Um, I know maybe ten, fifteen, maybe twenty years ago, 15, or even fifteen was like the uh, the oxycotton. Mm-hmm. Then that ripple then made another ripple, and yep. then the oxycotton faded away, mm-hmm. and then like uh, bath salts were, oh, were huge, ooh. and now that faded away. Thank God that you faded know, away. Meth was huge. That's still there. But it's not nearly as big as it was then. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we're we're getting to the point where we're just getting where the ripple's so large, where heroin is just maybe with the education and help and realizing that people aren't just trying to be drug addicts and alcoholics because they choose to be, mm-hmm. and we look more at the mental health side of things mm-hmm. that we can start helping people and maybe even eliminating that altogether. You know, because mm-hmm. how you how you were saying like at one point, pharmaceuticals were kind of at the point where like hey, let's make a quick buck here. You sure. know, and hopefully they made their buck and now they realize like they can't sleep at night and now they're well, trying now, to make help yeah. yeah lawsuits thank god you know things are happening and holding johnson those and people john- johnson and johnson just got like a huge lawsuit yes. good huge. as they should because that that was so you know there was no responsibility no nothing mm-hmm. for them and they were just prescribing here you go here's 900 pills yep. for 30 days and you needed okay just call it in and, yep. and we'll call it in yeah it's it's there's def, it's definitely there's there's changes happening and people just need to to realize that there is people fighting the good fight mm-hmm. it, it, it might not be seen but it's definitely happening and it's it it, it all started at our level mm-hmm. the higher ups didn't want to hear it because they mm-hmm. all made their money but local people banded together and said they put their differences aside you know if i believe in one side or the other side or i'm a i'm a democrat or republican like our family and friends are dying mm-hmm. and people who are the upper echelon don't give a shit like we need to right. make the change you know what i mean like your voice can make difference so sure. yeah it's it's definitely it's a good thing um is there anything anything other anything you want to cover or talk about I, those are the the major parts of my life i'm the PO, I'm in recovery. I have a business and <laughs> I do roller derby. Yeah. So that's kind of who I am. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it's helpful from my job and all the people that I've dealt with that now, you know, I have a shop in downtown Pottsville where people will see, you know, the local mm-hmm. town people and they'll be like, oh, you know, we don't want them around here. And I'm like, come on, there's a guy that plays the guitar down by Dave. Rome. Dave! Dave, I love Dave. <laughs> and I said, Dave, come to our grand opening yeah. and play for us. Yep. You know, I, all of those people that you, you know, are always around your business. Mm-hmm. You want to bring them in. You want to make friends with them. You want to have them apart because A, they're going to watch out for your business. If you're cool with them, they're cool with you. You know, I don't. I'm, I'm I, glad I, that I have the background that I have. I remember six years ago, people were the, they they treated Dave the same way they treated that elderly gentleman who plays the flute everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's annoying. I can't. Now everyone's like, you know what? He's he's not bothering nobody. Mm-hmm. Dave's the same way. Dave mm-hmm. Dave's another person. He's going through his own demons. He's trying to go through recovery. He's he's trying his best. And music for him is his outlet, and it makes him happy. And for you, and to he's just, really good. Yeah, and for you to just sit down for a couple seconds and listen to him play, it makes his day. Mm-hmm. And that and that is a small win for him every day to say, I'm not going to go back to what I was doing before. Mm-hmm. It's a super nice dude. <laughs> people people talk about Cody Wiley. 
Cody Wiley's in singing competitions all over the place, and he's trying to become the like the next Ed Sheeran. And he started walking around his town just playing in front of businesses. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Like, cause he just you gotta you gotta go through your emotions. You gotta get your practice in. Right. Not every bar is gonna hire you. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so you're not gonna hire me. I'll stand in front of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I I respect Dave. I like what he's doing. But yeah, there's so much cool stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, anything you want to anything you want to plug or put out there? No, just come come check out our shop, 102 North Center Street in Plattsville. It's uh, called the Marketplace. It's in Lisa's Floral Building, so it's Lisa's Floral Expressions and Marketplace. Mm-hmm. Um, we're open. She's open, you know, nine to four every day. I am there Wednesday or Thursday and Friday nights from five thirty to eight, and then Saturday and Sunday, twelve to six. Nice. And then just keep us up to date when the next uh, Scream Queen events come will come out. Yes, I just do one. Actually, I do have one last question with Scream Queens. How did you land your name? Tarantula test. So I really like spiders, and I can. And I like love S-pets? Halloween. No, just okay. Just like, how like they the look. idea of a pe- uh, like. All right, I like the idea and the look of snakes, mm-hmm. but don't bring one near me. Yeah, no, but I do love spiders. Cool. I, I've never killed a spider. Um, we had this one in our bag. <laughs> I don't like killing them. Uh-huh. I'm not a fan of killing something. You cannot tell my wife that. She is like, I will burn this house to the <laughs> ground. There, there was a spider in our back. He was literally like the body. <laughs> it was a big brown one. Mm. I'm, I don't like snakes and spiders because I don't know which ones. If I get bit, I need to run to the hospital right, about. Sure. So I just don't don't bring them near me. I'm not going to be I won't bother you. You don't bother me. I see you slithering. I just go that way. <laughs> now, if you're in my kitchen, I have to figure something out. You know what I mean? I probably won't kill a snake. Good. Well. But I will hire someone to come get it. But a spider, I'm bigger than you, and hopefully I can get you before you get me. Put them in a cup. Take them outside. They're terrifying. They're so scary. So I sucked them up with a shot vac. (laughs) And I was like, cool, I'm just going to go take the shot vac and dump it in the yard. And Heidi's Heidi's convinced that if you if you don't kill them, they're coming back for her. <laughs> uh, so she like took the shot back and like sucked a bunch of water up and like just um, and killed drowned. it. Yeah, she drowned it. It was horrible. I, I can't stand that she does it, but you can't have she's she's not she's unreasonable. She's she is the Hitler <laughs> of spiders. She is going to take every single one out if she can. Um, but yeah, so I'm sorry. Here, the, so yeah, just the the Halloween thing that I love, and so I, I like spiders, and I knew I could do cool things mm-hmm. with with spiders on my face and you know in my clothes and then um my grandfather who i'm polish so i called him jaji mm-hmm. um he passed away last in february and he would always call me tess mm-hmm. so growing up i was tess or tessie yeah. so i wanted to use tess and then i thought well how am i going to incorporate spiders with tess and one of the girls on the team said tarantula tess and I said, perfect nice you should get like um like webs between like hook them onto your uh they probably wouldn't go for that no no because you can't have anything that may fall off oh on the track so you can't put jewels on your face or anything like that so what if my one of my webs fell yeah and it got tangled in the wheel oh god it could be a disaster yeah what what are some of the accessories you do you do uh just the face paint the face paint um oh i wear a skirt Okay. So a lot of girls don't wear skirts, but I wear a skirt with spider webs on it. I have high socks um, that have spiders and spider webs. So whatever I can get away with, I get away with. They sell these things. I don't know if you can get them with spider webs. You probably could, but it's they kind of basketball players use them like shooting sleeves, mm-hmm. and you kind of put them up your arms. It's like a compression sleeve for your Ooh. arms. You could probably get ones like they make ones that look like fake tattoos, mm-hmm. but you could probably run Halloween time find them that look like just webs. Sure, yeah, that'd be awesome. That's good. So that that's where I would be like, listen, if the Scream Queens need someone to come in and be like, give some ideas. <laughs> For my wrestling background, I could hook some people up. Like, what's your name? I got you. I well, they have to go out because we wear wrist guards. Yeah. So they have to make sure that they can go under. Yeah. Well, this over. is like a, it's like a piece of like nylon. It would be literally just, it would go right go over under. top. Yeah. Or, or over, you put your wrist guard right on top of it. Mm-hmm. Like a basketball. Oh, I love that. That's my favorite part about the whole thing is like the whole gimmick. The, I, I do love that. Yeah. yeah. What's your, what's your number? 1977. 1977. You see, you were the one I was talking about. Like, yeah, a year, like an actual. It's the year I was born. Yeah. I love it. I, I think it's so cool. <laughs> All you just need is entrance music, like when you when oh, player wait, comes down. We, uh, we don't have it different. Yeah. But um, for the last bout that we had at home, we came out to the Misfits. They played the Misfits. Mm-hmm. You know what's a cool song? Um, there's an Ozzy Osbourne song called Let Me Hear You Scream. 
mm-hmm. and it's really it's Aussie, which is a win. Mm-hmm. And like the whole premise of the song is "Let me hear you scream," and that would be really that, cool. With yeah, the, that might have been one of our options. We had a vote. Yeah. out of like ten songs. Mm-hmm. So. It, actually, Aussie just came out with a new song with that oh, with Post Malone. Oh, it's really good. Really, it's awesome. God. And people are like the people who are now like Post Malone fans, like the younger generations, like. Man, I, really I did see something on Facebook about Ozzy. Who's who's this Ozzy? He's gonna be great someday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when Kanye West did a song with Paul McCartney, and they're uh-huh. like, "It's really nice that Kanye let this old man sing on his song." I'm like that old man's a fucking beetle, you jerks. <laughs> I can't believe Ozzy is doing anything. He I was love. in bad shape years ago. He was just he just like almost died recently, mm-hmm. and he's yeah. he's un, he's unstoppable. Uh, he's he unstoppable. is Ozzy Osbourne. The day he passes, it's gonna be. One of the worst days of my life. He's I love these stickers. Everything is just. What 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 caught your eye? Like, what's your first one that like? Well, this guy because he's on my roller derby helmet. Uh, Bruce Lee. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just be, watched Beetlejuice this weekend. There's a, another Bruce Lee right here. Another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I were to have a son, um, and according to my my medium reading. There's a boy in my future, oh. and I told her they better not be my cards. Um, I, I'm not. A, I just don't want kids. But if I were to have them, I'd be like, cool. Like, I have to share my toys. You'd you know? be a great dad. Um, you got it. <laughs> but uh, but I would always say my my kid's name would be Bruce because I'm a huge Bruce Lee fan, mm-hmm. and I'm also a huge Batman fan. I'm obsessed with Batman. Was Bruce Lee in Batman? Bruce Wayne. Oh, Bruce Wayne. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. He so, was Batman. Yeah. So I'm, that's my obsessions. Um, this is usually the one that stands out to people is the, the naked Velma. Oh. Um, I don't know. I just like Velma. And I just, I'm like, it's going on there. I don't care. Velma um, doesn't even have boobs. That's no, not she even doesn't. right. <laughs> it's like, she's like a super sexualized Velma. There's so many cool ones. Like <gasps> Aerosmith, the Red Chili Peppers. Yep. They, uh, they've been my jam since I was in eighth grade. So the way it was set up is each section of the table used to be um, for whoever was sitting. Because like I said, like the old show used to face the camera. Like, but So each, each person had their own, like, they could put the ones that meant the most to them. So a lot of the ones in this section was where I was supposed to sit. So I have, like, The Breakfast Club, <gasps> Batman. Like, oh, so the bre- there was a beer um, made by a, a called Breaker Brewing Company. So this is the, this, and we peeled, I peeled the labels off the beer. Mm-hmm. And I, because I love The Breakfast Club, it's my favorite movie. <gasps> so this was the, the nerd. Here's the basket case. Oh. Um, Claire's right here. Um, Bender and the Jock are down there. But this beer was an IPA. It was called The Brain. Hers was The Princess, and it was uh, strawberry... Strawberry uh, shortcake muffin. Um, the jock was a uh, peanut butter strawberry beer. The the criminal was a blueberry muffin, and then the this is my favorite one. It sounded like the grossest beer of all time, but I just because I, I love the movie. That beer was Pixie Six and and uh, 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 Pixie Six and Captain Crunch. Because remember she makes yeah. the sandwich. <laughs> yeah, but they were. I actually ha- I had a. I actually have the full cans of them too. Like I have a set where I took the labels off and put them on the table, and then I have a like that kept the cans like a weirdo. But like that's my favorite, the band, the Foo Fighters. Like there's a tiger. I like tigers because Tony the Tiger. Like a, um, uh, there's another Bruce Lee right there. I'm a huge fan of Pulp Fiction, so mm. Pulp Fiction's here. I'm a huge Lincoln Park fan, so I have Chester. I that that was a that was a tough day for me right there when we lost Chester. I, so my favorite bands at one time was Linkin Park and Blink-182. Like, they were the two bands that, like, you know how when you're growing up, you have that, your parents are like, this is my stuff, and you're going to listen to what I listen to. And then you finally get your own genre. You're like, this is me. The Pel- Pelvers, <laughs> that, they, that was Blink-182 and um, Linkin Park were mine. Um, but the Pe- Peppers were ones that they, I always thought they were too cool for me because I have an older cousin, Brian, mm-hmm. and we – fought like cats and dogs but i always thought like i always looked up to him and he was like kind of like a like a, a role model to me because he always kind of had his own he beat to his own drum he had his own look he always looked he was just just badass and he was a good artist but i'd be like i want to hang out with him but he hates me and i always piss him <laughs> off um so he would go up in his room and he'd listen to red hot chili peppers and i would just sit down and i'd listen to it and i'd be like man i love that that sounds so good <laughs> so as i get older i was like right, am i cool enough to listen to the peppers because yeah, I love the, the good stuff there. Uh, this is a local business, I believe. The rat, my my wife went to this. It's a uh, they they do wine tasting and then they do like um like a sip and paint or whatever. Mm. But she went to this mm-hmm. one where they have like yarn and you put like the yarn through the 
pegs, mm-hmm. and she made like this like dog heart thing. Mm-hmm. But it was, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, that's breaking. That's the brewery that I was just talking about. So many cool stuff in here. Like we got Oreos one day, and they had stickers on them. So every time I get a sticker, I just add it to the table. Like local band Mahantango. Um, this is another beer thing. Uh, Hopheads, Fight Club. No, this is the only wrestling one I have is The Rock. <laughs> so I need to find more wrestling. Hailside SBAs on here. Love those guys. This is I'm a big Office fan. So this is oh, like, like a beer office. that. Um, this is actually a beer that won the uh, School County Brew Fest this year. And they're 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 from Tattered Flag, and they made uh they made this beer, and it was called You Should Have Put Him in Custody, because the the <laughs> where he puts all Dwight stuff in Jello. Yeah, I actually um, ordered from Wish. Most all these came from Wish for the most part. So you go on a Wish, and it's like these are free ship. All all you have to do is pay the shipping. So you pay like two bucks, and you get like a hundred stickers. Wow. So I went and spent about sixty five dollars. Oh my god! It's a lot of stickers. That's a lot of stickers. Yeah, and I just went and did like another forty bucks, but I have like some office stickers coming, more band ones. So some of the ones that are like starting to peel up are like stuff I want to cover up. Like there's some ones on here I just think are stupid. How many just, layers do you have on here? It's probably two or three. Wow. And then we tried to put epoxy on them, and then some of it just didn't stick very well, so it's starting to peel up. You didn't really need this the epoxy or the moxie or whatever it's called. Um, but yeah, a lot of comic book ones. I saw an old It one. I, I, oh. No, that's it's Tim Curry. Where? Oh, this one. That's yeah. the new It. Oh, is that the new It? I, I believe so. Yeah. With, I thought Georgie was. Georgie older. was in the Georgie was in the remake too. Oh, was it? Yeah. I didn't. I only saw the remake the was really good. I don't like. I don't like the new clown. He's so good. I don't like him. I think that that clown is Tim Curry. Yeah. So that's Tim scary. Tim Curry looked. He was an amazing It. But my, just from as a horror movie fan, the first It movie with Tim Curry, mm-hmm. the first half, is amazing. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. The second half when they're adults, mm-hmm. it's horrible. It's the worst movie I've ever seen. Why? It was terrible. The acting was terrible. It, well, looking back, but at the time, it was awesome. It made no sense. It was on TV. The, the it was only, great. Yeah, the only thing I liked about it was Tim Curry. It was, it like, was scary. That it was that was like the, the slow build scary. Like, mm-hmm. where is he? And, yeah. The new one incredible yeah. give it a shot I guarantee you'll leave it you'll be like the kids in it were fucking amazing like the kids in the new one make the kids in the original look like they should have never even stepped on set it was so stand by me-ish yeah the kids in the original the new one the, this new one is like the sandlot meets it do they go in the sewer yes okay is it the same sewer is it still in Sim- dairy yes okay and they actually have hits of, hints of other movies in the movie so like I don't know if you're aware of this but like all of um, Stephen King's books and thing are all in the same universe. I don't know if you're aware of that. Mm. So like, they he writes the stories. You know how like the Marvel Cinematic Universe is all connected in some way. Like when the Avengers are fighting here, mm. Spider Man's legit fighting here. Like and oh, they, okay. they can legit meet. Like, okay. that's what they mean by it's connected. Really? So we're like, so if this was a map, Derry's here. Like the the in the book style, like the pet cemetery handle happened here, mm-hmm. Cujo happened here, and then he made a book called The Dark Tower, mm-hmm. and the Dark Tower connects the whole universe together. So like Pennywise has actually made appearances in other Stephen King books. Really? Yep. And like the new Pet Cemetery movie, they have like the while they're that was a really good one too. Is it a remake? Yeah. So it's like the same thing. It's, it's the same movie, just okay. they kind of did. There's some things about it that people were upset about because they changed some stuff. But they had to, do, like, so it's not so predictable. Um, but during the one, like, birthday party scene, they're like, yeah, how about that junkyard and that crazy dog? You know what I mean? And, like, uh-huh. and, and like you'll see, like, a picture of a St. Bernard on the wall. Or, like, when they're driving from, in the New Pet Cemetery movie, they're driving to the new location. And um, I think it's in the original one, too, where she gets the phone call to go back to see what's going on because she, she thinks something's weird happening. She drives past Derry. Like, you see the Derry exit. Yeah. So they all connect. Is Maximum Overdrive a Stephen King one? What's that? Maximum Overdrive. Did you see that? With the truck? Is that... Is that I think that was a Stephen King... I think he helped produce it, but I don't know if that was one of his books. Mm. That's the one with the Green Goblin on the front of the yeah, truck? Yeah. yeah. Christine, he did. Okay. That was the one with the killer car. Mm-hmm. And that's loosely based off of uh, James Dean. Because James Dean died in a car accident. And they took pieces of the car and sold them to people for parts. 
because it was a really set off radar car. Mm-hmm. And the, th- the the rumors were like every piece of the car that went into another car, that car crashed and someone died in the car. Mm-hmm. So it was like a cursed car. Ooh. Yeah. Carrie, the, the new Carrie was really good. I don't know if you've seen the remake of that. I don't generally like remakes. I don't. They're really good. The I new just... one is phenomenal. Phenomenal. I like their remake better than the original. Really? Yes. Because mm. they had that Chloe Zelt. She has a crazy name. But she played, like, they went, so like when Stephen King made the original ones, he couldn't do a lot of the special effects that he wanted to. But now with technology getting so much better, like the new Carrie, like in the original one, she's just like, oh, I think I feel strange. And then all of a sudden <laughs> she gets pig's blood dumped on her and she's like, I have these crazy powers. Where in the <laughs> movie, she kind of starts like, oh, I have this ability. And she's like learning it. Uh, and her mom is like, stop doing that. And like there's more of a build. And then when she finally gets to it, she's fine-tuned. She knows how to do it. And then she just goes nuts. Hmm. Um, yeah. Children of the Corn, Stephen King? I don't think so. Hmm. I don't know. If that, I could be wrong, but I don't think that's one. But like in the in the, in the the It book, when he kills Georgie... Um, he actually doesn't take Georgie's body. I think he doesn't take Georgie's body. Or no, he rips his arm off first. Like he rips, like he pulls him so hard he he pulls his arm off his body, and then I think either Georgie bleeds out or he they find his body somewhere else later. But he's missing an arm. In the remake, he pulls his kid's arm off, mm. and they they sh- like like they went to the book. Really? Yeah. Did you read the books? Not the full thing. I started to, and then I gave up. They're big. Yeah. The only thing they didn't do was the turtle thing. How, like, the kids find the turtle, and the turtle kind of tells them that it is a, uh, like, they talk to this giant supernatural turtle in the book. They didn't do that in the movie. And then there was uh, two, um, how do I lightly put this? Um, There was a orgy gangbang scene in the book where, you know how the the kids do their blood oath, and they become Mm -hmm. best friends? Well, in the book, they pretty much all have fun with Beth or Bev or whatever wow. it is. Wow. Uh, she was a willing participant, but I guess they I guess they, they had to like not be pure or something. I don't know. It was weird. They didn't put that in the movie, thank God. He, he does weird, like the, the weird sex thing in yeah. The Shining. Yeah. Like with the, just going mm-hmm. past that room with the rabbit and like, yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the, um, and then the other, and the, they kind of allude to it in the new movie, but the, one of the bullies is like he sexually assaults people. And they kind of hint to it in the in the new movie, but it was really really good. Like, give it a shot. You'll so like you, it. did you see the newest newest one? The, I did not see part two yet. Okay. No, it's hard right. to it's hard to get out when I'm doing this. Right. Yeah. Well, because you talk forever. <laughs> yeah, I talk I talk all day long. But um, we'll wrap it up there. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in. Um, check out all the links in below, and then go check out our shop and go support local people. Yeah. Go buy some cool stuff. Please do. A lot That's of, the only way we're going to continue. Yeah, and let let your screen queen people know if we want to do a screen queen episode. Oh my god, I'm sure they would love yeah. it. I can do like a couple more people. Yeah. Or even we'll like we can I can come to you when I get better mics so we can get a different location. We'll figure something out. Sure. Maybe we can work a deal out with a local business and maybe mm-hmm. have like a scream queen night where people can come and like support it or do something that would fun be awesome. because it is a non-profit organization you know mm-hmm. we're all funded by you know fundraisers and our dues and stuff like that yeah so that would be perfect awesome let's work something out okay and then we'll, uh, come watch an event and we'll yeah. cheer them on and, and if you need like any advice on how to gimmick yourself i'll feel good i got you i'll, I'll be keeping my eye on spider stuff and- <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> but thank you so much. Uh, like I said, everyone, check out the links below. Um, we do have the merch page. And hit that like, subscribe button, and that's going to do it for Interviews with Everyday People. See you next time. Bye. Oh, that was fun. About an hour. Wow. Yeah. That's one of the shorter ones. People are going <sighs> to like you. I hope so. I'm pretty lucky.